welcome to another episode of Classic Edition on our book talks. This podcast is not a fan fiction of the two books. I just feel like comparing two of the greatest classical novels ever written because I finished them back to back. I started with Jane Eyre and it was followed by Anna Karenina. I did research and survey in the internet, in the social media, about the best classical books, and these are the two that came up. And from my perspective, these are the best two of the timeless classics. Now, sorry Jane Austen, you don't have to get up in your grave right now. I still have a place for you in my heart. This book's are deep and they discuss social constructs, aristocracies, feminism, and even dignified death. But I am not that smart to discuss any of those topics, so I am also not going to try to be. This is a superficial discussion of the two books. No relevance, just fun and straightforward, informal. Also, for those struggling what classics to read, this is a good book recommendation. Although this podcast contains spoilers. Without further ado, let's start with a quick recap on the first book, Jane Eyre by Charlotte Ponte. Jane Eyre is an orphan and had to live with her aunt and cousins. She was treated badly by her aunt since they are not related by blood. And her uncle, the husband of her aunt, was already dead before the novel started. She was sent to school and became a teacher. Then at 18, she advertised and got a job in Thornfield as a governess. That is where she met the master of the house, an almost a 40-year-old man named Mr. Rochester. Mr. Rochester liked Jane Eyre, but he was about to marry some girl of fortune that he did not like because he loved Jane. Jane loved him as well, and they decided to get married, but during the wedding day, Someone stopped it because the person claimed that Mr. Rochester was married with a woman who is still alive. That woman was a lunatic that had been kept by Mr. Rochester at his house. Eventually, this made Jane Eyre felt hurt that she decided to leave. And she suffered in the road because she had no money until a family took her in. The family that had helped her turned out to be her cousins. And then she became rich because she had an uncle who left her with 20,000 pounds. Then his cousin, Mr. Rivers, soon to be a missionary, asked her to marry him so that they could travel to India together. But they do not love each other. As per the author, then something magical happened. She finally decided that she would go back to Thornfield. Partly, she was not sure if she would stay with Mr. Rochester. 
because the offer of marriage was still outstanding. Then she learned the tragedy that had happened to Thornfield, and it had been burned by the lunatic, and the lunatic killed herself after. But Mr. Rochester got insured. He lost both his eyesight and his one arm. She was in distraught and went straight to find his master. Then they got reunited, got married, had a baby, and Mr. Rochester was able to see again with one eye. Happy ending. Quick recap on Anna Karenina by Leo Tolstoy. Anna Karenina is a novel written by a Russian writer, Leo Tolstoy. It is the tragedy of a married aristocrat and socialite named Anna Karenina and her affair with the affluent Count Vronsky. A bachelor, Count Vronsky is willing to marry her if she would agree to leave her husband, Karenin, a government official, but she is vulnerable to the pressure of social norms, her own insecurities, and Karenin's indecision. Although Anna and Vronsky go to Italy where they can be together, they have trouble making friends. Back in Russia, she was shunned, becoming further isolated and anxious, while Vronsky pursues his social life. Despite Vronsky's reassurances, she grew increasingly possessive and paranoid about his imagined infidelity, fearing loss of self-control. Parallel to the story in the novel is that of Konstantin Levin, a country landowner who desires to marry Kitty, sister-in-law to Anna Karenina's brother, Oblonsky. Konstantin Levin has to propose twice before Kitty accepts. The novel details Constantine's difficulties managing his state as well as his eventual marriage and personal issues until the birth of his first child. The summary is taken from Wikipedia. Okay, let us start the duel between Jane Eyre and Anna Karenina. First question, which book was harder to finish? Well, Anna Karenina was a long, ardent journey of many characters and with lots of subplots. Jane Eyre, it was focused on Jane Eyre herself, written on her point of view. So Anna Karenina was written on the third person point of view, which makes it, for me, harder to finish. Which do I prefer to be? Jane Eyre or Anna Karenina? I prefer no one. I mean, n- not any of the d- those two. I'd rather be others, but not them. These sort of make me insane, you know. Jane Eyre was too perfect and kind, and Anna Karenina was problematic and flirty. Although lesser evil is Jane Eyre, you know, many actually like her, 
real heroine, but I cannot relate with the part that she was young and had fallen in love with Mr. Rochester, twice her age, I guess. Now let's talk about the interesting comparison of looks. Now everyone in Anna Karenina was good looking. I can't remember a main character described as ugly or plain, even with the kids and babies. So they were like described as angelic. It connotes somehow that, you know, rich people are good looking, even nowadays. So that is a common theme. But I have never met a Russian in person. Or maybe I met them, but all Westerners look the same to me. So never mind. The Russian I know is their president, the oligarch guy who was the owner of Brooklyn Nets, the the tall one. And I saw him in an interview and he was very rich looking. Not not good looking. Can't be sure. In Jane Eyre, they were almost all plain. I mean, Charlotte Bronte does not care perhaps with the appearances there was one pretty girl the one that mr rochester was supposed to marry but she's not a main character in the story that's why i could sense the relation you know majority of the people i know in my life are normal ordinary looking human beings so next question what is wrong with the main characters first what's wrong with anna well Anna is addicted to morphine, and clearly not on her right mind. I was at some point wondering if Anna is so out of this world that she'll be attracted to Constantine Levin. I was thinking, well, it's almost the last part of the story, that it could be a major twist that Anna and Levin could fall in love with each other because they are the two major characters in the story. Thankfully, it did not happen. They dread the story well, although the journey of Levin is more attractive to me because, yeah, well, I'm a feminine, and feminine hormones are calling for it. The funny thing is that they actually have something in common. Intellectually, they had the same level, and I was excited over how they would traverse the characters in that plot. It was on the last part of the novel. I wonder how they made that up when they both love their partners. On Jane, so what's wrong with Jane? Which is almost perfect that she seems to be unreal. Well, an argument could be said that she's a fictional character and even if she grew wings that would still be valid next question is what place based on the book is better to live in england where the setting of jane Eyre took place or russia the setting of anna karenina tough question but if i were to go inside the book i like the setting of russia it was more lively and the description of the country versus Moscow and Petersburg made me almost feel like I had a tour in some of those places, even when I don't know how to pronounce those places. In my head, I've been to Russia. Well, I thank the book for giving me a free ride. In Jane Eyre, England seems all gloomy. All the settings were gloomy, depressing, sometimes gothic. 
Next question, who were the worst characters on those books? Okay, in Jane Eyre, it's no other than Mr. Brocklehurst, whatever his name is pronounced. He's plainly evil and to grow up. I could still see people like him exist. We cannot teach them a lesson, like in the book, right? And in Anna, the worst character could be Anna herself. No wonder. The selfishness was, you know, way too extreme. And I don't know, but this is the only story where I never felt bad that the main character had died. Mm, spoiler alert. She's not to blame for everything. She had suffered way more than any characters in the story did and combined. But I'm still looking for that speck of sympathy in me towards her and I can't find it. Maybe if I get to watch the movie or reread the book, probably I would understand then. Next, what scenes in the story was best written? For Anna Karenina, the death of the brother of Count Vronsky was one of the best parts written. The pain, the struggle of his brother, it was clearly depicted. I could picture everything in the deathbed, like I was present in that scenario. I was teleported, that I could even feel, you know, the bed sore that was described by the writer. To talk about dying in a book, for me, is one of the most difficult parts a writer could undertake. But he nailed it. For the agony in the process was raw. Even the emotions of Count Vronsky, the brother, made me felt teary-eyed. I had used to reading about death and women expressing their grief, but how a man expressed grief was something new and different to me. They have different emotions, and maybe at some point in that part of the book, I had learned to be empathic to how men feels when someone that they used to know as strong and vibrant suddenly is being taken away by death. Another heartwarming event in the story was the reunion of the mother and son, Anna Karenina and Hersa Rosa. Kids and babies in the story balanced the complicated and heavy conflicts. It's like taking a break from the plot but of course they too add to the substance of the story especially during the labor and delivery of kitty you know amazingly written in male perspective a feeling and to know that levin was going to be a father was an amazing part of the book it turned out to be a comedy for me like i was grinning the entire time on the part when kitty was in labor the great thing was that this is the first time i had read a pregnancy and labor story written by a male writer of course it was on levin's perspective but it was beautiful he had pictured, I mean the author, pictured and crafted a story of dying and then birth 
And if there is one novel that you would want to read that will give you the entire experience in living, I think that this is the best so far, at least in terms of classic novels. For the story of Kitty and Levin, I think I had never been more interested in a subplot or a side story than this too. Or maybe it was the fact that I haven't read a young couple love story in a very long time. But the love journey is never boring. When Anna Karenina and Count Franzke's story was already going right downhill, they saved the day. I like how idealistic and much of an overthinker the guy was. And the girl, of course... She is a princess. She's just bubbly, and her character is light that you'd wish to be her. But of course, not on the part that she got, you know, tuberculosis. But I love Kitty, and her character progression is even better than Anna. That's my opinion. In the book, she's described as pretty, but Anna tends to be prettier. That is why Count Vronsky ditched her for Anna, and because Count Vronsky was more handsome and younger than Karenine, Anna ditched Karenine for Vronsky. Which we could therefore conclude that they had fallen in love because of their looks, or that because they are the most good-looking persons in their place and time, but we'll never know, actually. In Jane Eyre, I am not gonna lie, there were chapters in the story that I did not like. There were too much describing, too much suffering, and too much suspense, which made me realize probably it's part of, you know, excellent writing. But my favorite scene was in the last part, the reunion of Mr. Rochester and Jane Eyre, and how she sort of made him feel jealous raw and swift it was almost unbelievable that they two characters would be together again what are the best of jealousy scenes jealousy scenes are one of my favorite when it comes to romantic stories or i don't know any love story. The jealousy of Levin is cute. The funny part was when he just made a visitor leave his house because he thinks that the guy was flirting with his wife. He was like, ready the horses, the guests have to leave right now. He can't be bothered with that. With Jane Eyre, my favorite jealousy scene was on the last part when Mr. Rochester was asking who Mr. River was and Anna made him feel jealous by describing him as handsome and perfect and Mr. Rochester was like, so do you like like him? Okay, among the boys or the male characters in the story, who would I marry? Mr. Rochester, Mr. Rivers, Count Vronsky, Karenine? as Alexei Alexandrovich? That is a tough question, but I would want to be paired with Levin in Anna Karenina. What's my pet peeve with Anna Karenina? Well, there were many characters, that's one thing, and they just pop out any time in the book. 
but they are all related either by blood or by law. There are many prince and princess, and I don't understand how they label someone prince or princess in Russia. If that is the case in their country, I would kind of migrate right now since it's my long time dream to be a princess. Another pet peeve was that Anna killed herself. I was thinking that, yeah, that is how she ended it. A bit melancholic, but at some point, satisfying. Not that she deserves to die, but it, it was the best way to end the story. Otherwise, she's just going to torment everyone's life. She needs help. And I think that with everything that had happened in her life, she would really be problematic. At some point, she's not to blame it all. In Anna Karenina's book, Constantine Levin was the real leading character for me, and not Anna, you know? I don't know why. The, the title should be Constantine Levin by Leo Tolstoy, but it's not as catchy as Anna Karenina, so maybe that's why Anna Karenina was the title. The last part was all about balancing the evil of the story. I could not re really get through the last part of the book because it was too philosophical, soulful. I was starting to hate Levin because he was thinking way too much. On the last part, they were talking about Russia, the government, which by the way, an average IQ person is not interested to know about. Then, Levin got deep with his thoughts again, and the end. Pet B for Jane Eyre was that the love story seemed to me unconventional. It's an unconventional union of two people, the age gap of almost 20 years, the status, although it changed in the end, and the appearances had changed as well. It was love against all odds, which translates to the theme that, you know, true love conquers all. A bit of a cliche. Now let's dive into the conclusion of this podcast with wrapping up of the themes of the book. For Jane Eyre, of course, it revolves and developed through the suffering and triumph of the main character, aside from the love story for which we are all familiar with, the book also revolved around kindness of the heroine and the ability and a necessity to forgive. I personally could never be Jane Eyre. The character was built to be strong, to be a feminist and beautiful with a heart. Jane Eyre would always live in the hearts of the readers. She's like a friend that we would like to catch up with after a while when we are tired of the lives that we are living. I'm looking forward to read or listen to another Bronte novel if time and chances money would allow. For Anna Karenina, it is very Russian. I have been amazed by Russian people. Although as an Asian, they all look the same to me. 
foreigner. Yes, if Westerners could not distinguish Asian people like Chinese from Koreans to the Japanese, many Asian people also could not differentiate them from American and English people. I have an infantile opinion that Russia is a superior nation and more superior than America and China. The only thing that makes Americans and British superior is their language. And Russian are like, whatever, we have our own language. Their language is difficult to me. Like I can manage listening to French, but Russian sounds rough and a twister. Their accent reminds me of a villain in stories or in movies, probably with the amount of American action films I have watched with my father when I was a kid. Of course, each language is unique. It's just sad that, not that sad, but I don't know, that English came in first into the picture of international scheme than the Russian language. I thought of it now, you know, some people are keen on learning German and French, but seldom do I hear people learning Russian as a language. They have beautiful literature, at least with Anna Karenina, I could say that. Also, War and Peace have great claims, so I wonder. In Anna Karenina, the characters seem to know each other because the setup was aristocratic. You you know that rich people only know rich people. This society that they are living in turned out to be full of tragic stories, deception, and disgrace. Wrapping up this podcast again with the two books. These two books are timeless classic. The creation of a story with the pure intention of character development, entertainment, suspense. So far, I've never been disappointed over a classic novel from the six Jane Austens that I have read to this. Charlotte Bronte and Leo Tolstoy is a writer in every way. There was no denying that the writers of the 18th and 19th century were astonishingly real writers. They breathe life to novels. They create a world of these characters like they existed in a timeless capsule universe. Thus the stories became timeless classic. Years from now, another generation of readers will read these books and Jane Eyre, Anna Karenina, and other classical characters are going to live again in our hearts in our minds. I have never felt the connection of a reader and a writer since this books. Spoiler alert, both of it has a tragic, happy ending, if that is even a description. Well, that's all. Thanks for listening. I am signing off.